Okay. <laughs> Anything everybody say? A number of people to have a Reb Chabura. I guess people just don't believe this title. They just don't believe it. I found it very interesting that um, I asked a number of people that have a close relationship and a good amount of respect for to try to finish the title. I even gave him the hint that there was a rhyme. Transformation from obligation to they couldn't get it. One person got it on the second try. He said, jubilation. Uh, he knows me already, you know. <laughs> I think the others also know me, but still I didn't get it. So obviously this is quite a very ambitious goal transforming our mitzvahs into a celebration. And I tried to, uh, uh, to cover for that by using the very important word, starting. We're just making a start. This is not expected to be accomplished through one even most inspiring talk, which I wouldn't be the best equipped person to give anyway. So it should be, you know, some kind of a journey our starting and you know there'll be different uh, parts of it different stops on the road we, we talked on Tisha above I asked people to try to think to themselves try to get a sense of what do they feel what do they sense is their motivation in doing mitzvot and how they feel about it and if anybody wants to respond to that they're, they're welcome, no, no demand, of course, like always, but if anybody did try to do that and did sense something and wants to share something, it's um, much most welcome. So among the, uh, I guess you could say, variety of uh, choices that uh, were touched on were plain, simple habits we get in the habits from a young, young age and keeps on going. There's a social acceptance just to be part of the group. Everybody around me in my social circle is doing this, so I do it too. There could be, um, for the sake of not feeling bad about myself, if I don't do what I'm supposed to be doing, I'll feel bad, I'm, I'll feel I'm not a good Jew. There could be in a more positive kind of way, but not that much better. I'm doing it to gain esteem, gain esteem of others, gain the basic esteem of my, for myself, of Hashem. I feel that I have to earn it. So if I do a good performance, then I'll have earned to be able to feel worthy, to feel good about myself. Uh, another possibility, of course, is I didn't, I didn't mention that one, interestingly enough, to avoid punishment, I don't even want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> you can see what that what that means. Um, and uh, of course, there could be that it's just uh, a very sincerely fulfilled obligation. It says uh, requirement, command. Shem is commanding us to do this, and I am trying to be good, loyal, obedient person, obeying the commands. 
which is also experienced essentially from, from the outside, essentially. I have to fulfill this command. And if I'm Yotze, then I'm, you know, I'm relieved that I was Yotze by Chiv, almost like I got out of it. And I'm sure if we stop to, uh, you know, of course, you know, a worst case scenario could be where a person somehow misunderstands as if he's giving something to Hashem. Because I'm serving Hashem, must be somehow Hashem is gaining that, that he really would logically believe that. Although I've heard from a fairly intelligent person telling me around Rosh Hashanah, um, he sincerely believes that we should, we can make a deal with Hashem. You know, I'll give him what he wants uh, as best I can, and I'll expect him to give to me, you know, a good year. And it's okay to uh, make deals. You know, I'm giving Hashem what he needs, and Hashem will give me what I need. And, um, you know, it's not, not, not a laughing matter, even though it may sound a little comical, but it's really very serious because the Pasuk says, that we're not giving anything to Hashem. Well, it says clearly, and it's all only for our benefit and our improvement. But Hashem is not in any way gained helped out by our mitzvahs. But a person can somehow develop such a mindset and never re-examine it. So it's, it seems quite understandable that uh, childhood ideas can become very firmly entrenched and essentially never be challenged. It doesn't seem natural for a person to wake up one day I mean, I'll just finish the, the sentence. Um, it's not natural for a person to wake up at 21 and say, hey, I'm already, you know, 21 years old. I'm not a baby anymore. I need to have an understanding of what I'm doing in terms of my mitzvahs. It doesn't seem natural. Okay, let's go ahead. Doesn't it say in Perkei Avos, Ritzon, I don't know by heart, Ritzon, basically you do Hashem's will, Hashem will do your will. Ritzon, you. So, yasa, we say in Ashray. That sounds like the fate. Like it's you do Hashem's will, you know. Then Hashem does the will of the, you know, the Yari Shemayim. And then it doesn't say something the fact that if you do Hashem's will, Hashem will do your will, something like that. Yes, that's I, very that's, good. That's an excellent good. question. The mission of us does have such a lotion of say with something along those lines. It seems like. um we're doing the mitzvahs for Hashem to give us what we want. That's a very important, a very good question. Um, of course, it doesn't mean we're giving anything to Hashem, but it seems to indicate that it's okay for us to be doing it. We're almost encouraging us to do it for the sake of getting what we want in response. And that, that's not going to fit so simply with the mission in the beginning. The first parak of Al Kavadna So definitely needs to be examined. Um, I, I appreciate the question very much. I'm going to try to look into it, and hopefully, we'll we'll talk more about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, all together, if not at least, you know, one to one. But very, it's a very important question. So, in terms of our own behavior, it seems like there's a lot that is could be going on. That if we think into it, we might feel that it's not really satisfactory. We don't really want to be, we shouldn't really want to be doing the mitzvahs to gain the self-esteem. The self-esteem should be independent. After all, 
speaking of Masech Davos, the Mishnah says, Chav Adam Shenivra B'Tzalem. He's Chavim today, Bishtah, infinite Chavivus, just from this very initial creation of being B'Tzalem Elohim. And the Art Safran says, he mentioned this, that that awareness and that Chavivus has to be emblazoned on a person's heart to carry it with him at all times. That he's Chavim just from the basis of being created B'Tzalem Elohim is not dependent on having done any mitzvah. And of course, um, even a person no longer can do any mitzvos. He's in a state where he cannot perform any mitzvos anymore. He still retains that full chavivus to Hashem, and when Mechal Shab is to save that life, because it's chavivus to Hashem, even though it's no longer able to mekayim mitzvos actively. So every Jew is infinitely beloved to Hashem. So we shouldn't be gaining self-esteem through that. Besides, it wouldn't work because the real self-esteem has to be from the innate being. And anything external is only going to be trying to sort of compensate or be something that's really not. It's not going to really work anyway. So we should try to make good effort to gain the self-esteem in its own proper fashion. But what should the, what should the mitzvahs really be about? They shouldn't be to avoid punishment. They shouldn't be to gain self-esteem. They shouldn't be to feel I'm not bad. They shouldn't be to just copy, be alone, be, be part of the group. LMI, it's an obligation. <clears throat> so I wonder if I'm doing it as an obligation, which could be quite respectable. What do you think, Rabbi Say? Will it? If you hadn't seen the Magad Mishnah, will it be besimcha? I want to be eighteen out my obligation. I'm commanded. I'm obedient. I'm getting it done, and I'm yotze, and then I'm good. It's not going to be an experience that's joyful. Simcha shal mitzvah is a very important thing. I don't know if that kind of a performance is going to be one that carries with it very much simcha. Maybe out of my successful performance, but it's not simcha from the mitzvah. The mitzvah is viewed as obligation. I've dispensed with it. I've fulfilled it. I've, I've accomplished it. But I'm not enjoying necessarily that. Am I enjoying that? I imagine, oh, if I, if I be potter, it would be okay. I wouldn't feel I'm missing out on something if I'd be somehow be exempt. How do we know that the simcha is supposed to be coming from the... I'm sorry, one more time? How do you know that the simcha is supposed to be coming from the not from the fulfillment? Oh, so the Lashon the, the, the Rambam is a simcha sheyismach adam ba'asiyas ha-mitzvah ba'asiyas ha-mitzvah is uva'avas ha-keel she-tzivabahem. Yisameach in the doing the mitzvah and in the ava for Hashem who commanded them. So it's associated to Abba for Hashem. I, I don't think the Rambam means it's simcha of uh, this avoid the gedayla is because I, I, I was successful and I accomplished my task. Elamai, you want to suggest if I, if I know who I'm serving, such a great melech, so that could also give certain uh, you know great importance to whatever I'm doing. But I don't know if that would be adequate or. That's really like asking a lot for it to come from that without any real connection to it, any direct connection. So the Maisa, the Magi Mishnah, clearly says 
That's the critical element in doing mitzvahs besimcha is, it's unbelievable, but these are the words, that he should not do them because they're an obligation and he is compelled and forced to do it. Should not do it because it's an obligation. It doesn't say he should not feel um, that he's just being forced. He shouldn't feel compelled. He should not relate to it as a burden. It says he should not do it because it's an obligation and he's compelled and forced to do it. But rather, okay, we'll see what the rather is. But that seems to be clearly saying it should not be done in order to be besimcha. The way it's supposed to be, it should not be done in the form of obligation, which I'm compelled and forced. But isn't it an obligation? And isn't the person compelled and, in this sense, forced by the command of Hashem? Hashem says, can we, can we not listen? So it seems like that may be true. It may be it's an obligation. And that is compelling. But he should not be doing it from that point. He should not be doing it based on that. Machmas that. As a response to that. Coming from that. He should not be doing it in that form. After pause. Um, are you guys okay with that? We didn't have an answer yet to what else is supposed to be. Can you like, maybe we should spell out first. How do we understand why that is necessary for it to be besimcha? Should not be doing it because it's a chova. So my assumption is that because it's a chova is essentially externally imposed. Hashem course, Almighty is commanding, you cannot disobey. But that is essentially external to the person. The person will relate to it as responding to a compulsion, will not be of himself, will not be truly embracing it, will not be, that doesn't have the substance to, to embrace it. And it's, in a certain sense, it's like conflicted. It's just, I'm obeying the command. So I'm forcing myself, or I'm letting myself be forced. So it's, in a certain sense, it's connected me. So there is a mindset that, oh, that's a great virtue to submit yourself to the higher power, to the greater power. But the same as Malachi Mishnah is saying, that will not be able to be besimcha. I cannot be besimcha over that submission to the dominance. So then, that cannot be how the mitzvah is being done. <laughs> okay, let's pause here. And again, I want to ask you, but I say, can you, can you bear this line? This line sounds to you like, this is against everything I know about Torah. We can't go there. <laughs> or, or, or do you say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to hear what else there might be. Well, if you can't go there, I guess you'd, you would uh, log off. So if you're staying on, I guess that means that you're curious enough to hear what else there might be. And um, I support that. 
So plan B to connect with your uh, with your inner and innate um, godliness, so that the the obligation is no longer external and it's an internal obligation. Oh, you want to give the explanation of what is the alternative? We hope to get there. It's going to have to be step by step. We got to lay. We got to lay a foundation. That it's an obligation. Right. It's Hashem's commanding. It's obligation. It's a command. We have no right not to disobey. The Malachi Mishnah is saying then it's not besimcha. Why I'm just doing my obligation? Have to be yotze shma, yotze shma nesrei, yotze tefillin. It's very nice. It's very wonderful. Very chashiv. The person is sincere, medaktik. He's being yotze. He's not besimcha when he's doing it that way. I think I'm a simcha, you know, I'm a delusional. That, that's what Lahora we could see from the Magad Mishnah. That's what it seems to be suggesting, that in that form is not a simcha. And I could definitely uh, affirm that from my own experience, but I'm not sure that proves that much. But uh, <laughs> I didn't sense very much simcha when I was in, in the process of trying to make sure to be Yotze. So um, it's Kedai to uh, engage on a little um, journey without rushing into it. You have to go very easy, easily. So I would offer as a suggestion to all of us to maybe <laughs> relearn if we saw it before, but learn as if from new. Start from scratch. The second parak in Derech Hashem. The second parak in Derech Hashem appears what I could sense from it to be indispensable, indescribably fundamental, absolutely critical to this union and to understand our role in mitzvahs. It's, uh, it's quite a mystery to me how it's uh, somehow not a uh, companion uh, piece that goes with the Sefer Mesut HaSharm. Somehow Mesut HaSharm wrote his Sefer in a way that a lot of it that is in this parak is, is only hinted at. It's in a very concealed fashion. And we can be sure that the Ramchal had a very precise cheshben how he wrote it. But we can't try to, you know, guess at that. And I think we should try to learn this parak. I'm not going to read the whole thing inside. Just to try to go step by step. It's hopefully available to everyone to try to sort of start from scratch to understand uh, the approach to Torah and mitzvahs. And of course, we can't start with understanding mitzvahs because that's not the starting point. So what is the, uh, the the manageable starting point? It has to be Hashem's creation and Hashem's purpose in creation. Because of course the mitzvot follow from the creation of Adam. There's a Parak in brings it to the beginning of the second Chalik. That's uh, the, the mitzvahs are given for Klal Yisrael. The 
Kadish Yisrael Hashem comes first, and then comes the Taira, Reishis Darkai, for the sake of Klal Yisrael. But the, the Iker is not that this should be Taira being fulfilled. It's that it should be Adam. The starting point is, says Ramchal, Hashem's purpose in creation was to bestow the good that is of himself to his creations. To bestow of his good to his creations. That's a better translation. To bestow of his good to his creations. That is the purpose, the tachas of the Bria. Like the famous pastor, Elam Chesed Yibana. So now, what is the nature of that kavona, of to, to be mated, to bestow good? What kind of good? How much good? So the Ramchal spells out that Hashem Shleimus is absolute Shleimus. And all Hashem's Midas, following along with that, are also absolute, total, infinite. So if we were to ask, how much good does Hashem want to bestow in his desire to bestow good? What would the answer have to be? As Ramchal says, it would have to be to bestow the maximum that it is possible for a created being to receive. Nothing less than that would satisfy, would be an adequate expression of that midah taiva of Hashem to bestow goodness, to bestow kindness to a created being. Only giving the maximum that would be possible to give would be the proper expression of that midah Hashem that is, forms the foundation of the whole beer. Okay? So, I guess you could say we have one foundation. Hashem created the world for the sake of bestowing the maximum good that it's possible to bestow. Okay, how will that take place? So here, you have to hold on very, very tight. Because really, when we hear the words that are coming, we should fall off our seat. We should be unconscious. I don't know how long it would take to wake up. But Ramchal says, and only Ramchal can write it, and it's almost like unbelievable that the words are there and we're seeing them. Like you have to pinch yourself. Am I seeing this? Is this for real? So Ramchal says, since Hashem and Hashem Shleimus is the true time, so the only way, the only means of Hashem bestowing the maximum true type that his attribute of kindness wants to bestow is by enabling the created being to be nene, to benefit from the type that is of the true essence of Hashem himself. Now, this line, of course, is absolutely mind-boggling. Because earlier, when he writes in the parak about Hashem and the Maimar Ikrim, that's printed at, at, in the back of the Sefer, he writes clearly that we have no understanding of Hashem's true essence whatsoever. We can't even say anything about Hashem's essence. And yet here he's writing 
that this desire of Hashem will be fulfilled by the created being being able to benefit from the type that is of Hashem Himself. And I guess so, the fact that we find that um, the Nevi'im gave no mushal for the Sechar Valam Haba, for the Hanav Valam Haba. And the Ramam says in the because any mushal would only minimize that understanding of it, which of course we can't really conceptualize. But to give any mushal would only be reducing and, and the uh, unhelpful, have, have be counterproductive. So there's no muscle given for that ultimate good that Hashem bestows that is of Himself to the Adam who was able to receive it. But what is the method? How the person is able to receive it? How can he receive the good that is of Hashem Himself? Says so Ramchal, by there being a way for the person to connect to that good that is in and of Hashem Himself. And there can be a way, this is also beyond belief, uh, there can be created a being who can be able to connect to the good that is of Hashem Himself. Hashem who is totally unfathomable, Shlemus is total, perfect, complete, infinite, a created being who is not Hashem, of course, cannot be Hashem himself, can nevertheless be able to connect and thereby be deriving the good, experiencing the good, enjoying the good that is of Hashem's true essence. That's the second insight. That the way that that desire to bestow the maximum good will be accomplished is by there being a way for the created being to truly connect to the source, the true source of all good, Hashem himself. And with that, he will be blessed, nene, experiencing that type infinitely. Is everybody okay so far? I see everybody still awake, it seems. Nobody fell off the seat. Okay, I, 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 I commend your, your strength, your fortitude. Um, does everything sound okay? Does anybody find anything, um, any way um, different, novel, unusual? Is everything here push it? Any reaction is, is welcome. No reaction is also welcome. <laughs> I'm not going to go around and, you know, ask people for the reaction. But in a certain sense, I would expect that people will, will experience this as like, yes, of course, I heard this already. And that's part of what makes it challenging. We need to try to learn it as if we didn't hear it before. To have the full amazement, to have the full shock of what it says here, as if we hadn't heard about it and known about it before. We shouldn't try to associate and say, oh, yes, I heard that. We should try to relate to it as if Ramchal came to us and he said, I'll explain to you what the Bria is all about. And here it is, Rabbi Sai. <laughs> okay, that's his side number two. 
any idea how the mitzvahs fit in yet? Okay, that's coming. Now, there's one part we're going to skip. We're going to skip the part of why it has to come through a person's bechira and his own work. Why Hashem cannot just bestow this unto the person. That may be for a different time, but that's a whole discussion. It's all right. That uh, needs, you know, a lot more time. And hopefully we could we can manage without going into that. But we, this is given. It has to come from a person's effort. That connection has to come through his choosing it, through his putting in the work for it. What will be the means for the created being to be able to connect to the good that is of Hashem himself? How will he be able to connect to Hashem, the source, the root source of true good? How will that take place? What will be the means that that will to be able to be accomplished? So, of course, the answer is Pashit. Those are all the aspects of Shlemus that Hashem created that enable a person in the manner that's fitting for a person to become a Shalem, to become complete in all the aspects of Taif that are appropriate for a person. And he will thereby liken himself to Hashem. And by his having made himself like Hashem as much as he can, he'll be able to connect to Hashem in the manner that it is possible, to the degree that it is possible for a created being to connect to Hashem. So those are all the mitzvahs of the Torah. That's the cloud of everything. And all the things that Torah warns a person against, of course, those have the innate capacity of taking a person away from Hashem, of disconnection, of reducing him from being a person of Shlemus. So he needs to avoid those. And in that sense, he's also like Hashem, which the Ramchal calls, who is devoid of all chesar. It's also an amazing line. He calls Hashem devoid of any, any, any imperfection, of anything lacking, devoid of any lack. So somehow that can apply to us to also be reading ourselves or avoiding from ourselves anything that's of a disconnecting nature, anything that is of an incompletion nature, and acquiring and engaging in and embracing all the aspects of Shlemus that enable a person to be like Hashem. So all those aspects of Shlemus, many that we understand very logically, many that Torah reveals to us that we can then understand, some that we only understand a little bit, some that we can't understand at all, but these are all the aspects that enable a person to forge himself in, in the actuality, to take his basic nature, bring it into actuality with all the means that are available to make himself a being who, has, who is as like Hashem, that is as is possible for a created being to be. In some ways, we are emulating the ways of Hashem. We're going to bestow kindness. We're going to live with truth. We're going to pursue wisdom. We will, we will be humble. We will do many of the midos that are the midos of Hashem. There's some things that are uniquely appropriate to a person. Hashem has no one to daven to. But we need tefillah to make ourselves into a person of shleimus. So there are many aspects of our shleimus that are not exactly an emulation of Hashem, 
but they all contribute to the human being becoming a person of Shlemus, which then enables him to connect to Hashem and receive all that good that Hashem wants him to have. Is the, is the word Shlemus as it's being also interchangeable, but interchangeable? I couldn't hear one more time. I was asking if the word Shlemus, as the Ramchal is using it, is he saying that as being like interchangeable, sort of, with the Tov Ha'amiti? Yes, yes, yes. The word Shlemus will mean everything, should have spelled out, all the mitzvos are therefore by definition in Yonim that have the innate capacity. They are all indispensable. They're all precisely what is needed for a person. All Mrs. Deraisa, Drabonan, these are all what contributes, each one in their own unique way. Some are more primary. Many Chazal indicate which ones are primary, but each and every one contributes in its own indispensable fashion to help a person to forge himself into a being who is fitting, who is similar to Hashem and able and, 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 and so conditioned, so properly conditioned to be able to connect to Hashem and receive that infinite good for, forever. So if we pause here, we pause here at this point and, and we would have that awareness that every mitzvah that I'm doing is innately contributing to helping me to become a person of shlemus. If I would stop to you know, realize that and be aware of that, if I'm about to do a mitzvah, do you have any sense of what it would be like? Or what your mindset would be? Does anything come to mind about how that would sort of play out. I'm, I'm doing this mitzvah, and I'm aware this is contributing in its own unique and critically needed way, important way, to enable me to become a person of shleimus who will be like Hashem, who will be able to connect to Hashem for eternity. But, but, what would your reaction, what would your sort of attitude towards the mitzvah be at that point? I would have said, or I would say, that it depends what your starting point is. <laughs> that I'm supposed to be doing the mitzvah, and now I'm understanding what it's about. Or is your starting point, I don't know anything. I don't know what I want to do. So if I read this and this makes sense to me so then I'm going to go decide to do the mitzvah because this sounds like a good thing to do there are two <laughs> different approaches okay so maybe I really needed to add something again we need to connect all the pieces If we know that Hashem's purpose in the creation is <coughs> to bestow that maximum good, 
That's Hashem's purpose. That is only achieved by the person becoming able to connect to Hashem. The mitzvahs are the means that he gave for that to come about. Let's imagine if it wouldn't be commanded, it would just be made known to us. <laughs> this is there. This is available. Hashem has created means that enables a person to connect to Hashem and fulfill his purpose in the creation of the maximum good that could be given to a person forever. Would our reaction be, okay, but I don't have to, so, okay, you know, would our reaction be, oh, yeah, let me grab that's good schar, well, wow, great, great stuff up ahead, you know, like, like, like I can cash in on, so let me try to cash in on it. Is it possible for it to be something else besides Okay, if I'm not mochayiv, it's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty busy right now. Or grabbing schar. Is there something else that could take place that could and should take place in a person? Yeah, why, why would it be thought of in terms of grabbing schar? I mean, I, I don't know what that sounds like referring to some other concept that like is outside of what is being discussed here. It's a little fuzzy. Can you, can you uh, try is, to be clear? Um, so, what? Can, can you make it clear? Is there a way to make it a little bit less fuzzy? Um, I don't know. I could try to talk louder. Okay. So just like a little uh, okay, echoey, but okay. okay. Go ahead. Okay. No, I would say that yeah, I don't know why it would be thought of in terms of grabbing schaj, be thought of in terms of if this is what's good and this is what's correct and makes sense, so then you're going to go and do that because you want to do what is you know to be good and correct and and right. It's not. I mean, if you want to call that schar, you could assign the term to it. You want to understand that's what schar actually is. But it's, yeah, if somebody would read this and actually process it and. Like what you're suggesting that if let's say Lumi Torah would be so, uh, would be like optional, right? So if you would really understand what the Ramchal is saying, it wouldn't be oh I don't have time or okay no thank you. It would be um I want I want to do this because you want what's good, you want what's right. So I have a sense that. Um... Our, our natural tendency towards being self-directed is so powerful that it may not allow us to see what's really at play over here. Or our natural you know, familiarity with just being directed from the outside does not allow us to really gain the recognition of what this means. If, if Hashem has made the world out of his infinite kindness for the sake of bestowing the maximum good and it is only for us to bring this about and we are enabled we are empowered we are given that full capacity to bring about that kindness of Hashem I want to know does that desire for kindness rest in a person 
that he should want to bring it about. If the human being is able to bring it about, that must, if he's able to make himself like Hashem, that by definition means that he has within himself enough of a likeness to Hashem, enough of a, enough of a starting similarity as to want to choose this. What will be his other choice? The person is given that choice to engage in the mitzvot, to embrace the mitzvot, or to step away from the mitzvot. That will be stepping away into aspects of deficiency that are not connecting him to Hashem. So he has one choice of embracing everything that will make him of a, a completion nature, completion nature, that will enable him to connect to Hashem and bring about Hashem's desire of infinite kindness, or to forego that and to ignore that. That sounds to me to be the same thing as a person sees somebody starving on the street, he has a loaf of bread, he could give it to him, or he could hold it for himself and not give it to him. Does the person have within himself a nature to share the loaf of bread? Or will he say, no, no one told me I have to share with him. I don't have to give this. If he hadn't been told, I don't have to give this. It's my, my loaf. I don't have to give it. A person is placed into the position with the capacity to bring about Hashem's infinite kindness. Does he need to be instructed? Does he need to be commanded? You must do this action. Or does he have within him innately the desire to embrace that, to bring that about, to create that? It's even beyond what he could possibly imagine for himself. It is so great. It's so fantastic. It's almost like defies doing it for the sake of it because it's even beyond his understanding. But he knows this is what Hashem wants to give. Hashem wants to give ultimate, infinite good to me and the world with me. And I am empowered to create this, to bring this about. I have my power, the, the capacity to create a connection of the created being to the good that is of Hashem himself. Now, maybe we can't really take this into our brain, so we cannot react, we cannot respond to it. We're just paralyzed. We can't really understand or relate to this or believe this. But my hope is that if a person could come to be able to understand it, relate to it, and believe it, that his natural inner condition would be to be drawing him to it. Not that there can't be forces against that. There's, 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 there's some kind of a choice <laughs> within a person, a kayak of a choice of being diverted, of forgetting, of who knows what, all kinds of preventions. But the, the, the innate content of what the mitzvahs are should be of themselves self-compelling to a person. And the whole of that could be sufficient for the person to be doing the mitzvahs with, the, with, with phenomenal simcha. He is engaging in to bring about of the chesed of Hashem. Everything that he's doing is of, of, of infinitely lasting, true innate value. All Yonesh Lamus 
are what enables him to be able to connect to Hashem. They have to be innately good. They have to be innately true. This can be what the Mahamishnah means. He, should, he does tithe because it's tithe. He chooses emes because it's emes. All the Nyanei Shleimus, all the Nyanei Mitzvahs, they are all part of what enables a person to become Shalem, to be able to connect to Hashem. So then they're all innately good. And they're all contributing to bring about Hashem's ultimate purpose. This innateness is not because I was commanded? No, because the, these are given as the method. Hashem has given, Hashem has given to us those in Yonim that are of such a nature to be able to make a person to be Shalei. Hashem didn't command for the sake of commanding, not just like to have a command. Maybe they could be, the maybe they could be, maybe they could be some, 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 uh, <laughs> so, but according to Magamisha, it would seem that it's not going to play a role. Because the person will be doing it because of its innate goodness, its innate truth. They're all innately true. They're all innately good. How can they be, re be reduced to response to a command? To a person who can understand that. A person who can understand that it's innately good, innately true, and the method to bring about Hashem's desire to bestow the maximum good which can only be through the person's participation, the person's choosing it, the person's creating it, then how could he not? they not two sides of the same coin, that the reason I'm able to do that is because I was commanded. I'm not, I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure. Commanded that. imply that it's necessary? One more time. Commanded imply that it's that's necessary and integral oh, to this whole process. Be, okay, but it's a whole and, different mindset. Hashem is revealing to us: these are the means of shleimus. These are the yoni shleimus. These are critical. Okay, these are, just that. These are indispensable. Of course, how can a person and, go and against it, it? It follows the second step. A person shouldn't go against the word of Hashem. But why should he be in that second step? If he knows, if he understands, if he Someone was not able to understand Hashem's plan. Someone was not able to relate to this. Okay, then all he could do is obey the command. He's not able of understanding Hashem's plan, Hashem's desire to bestow phenomenal good by connection to Him. He's not able to understand a person can become a person of likeness to Hashem that could be worthy and 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 and, and that would be possible for him to connect to Hashem's true essence. He can't understand that. So he can obey, he needs to obey the command. And that will be on his level. That will be very, very um, valid on his level. But the one who could understand it, he should, he should do it for its true nature, with the full understanding of what it really is meant to be. That but Ramchal doesn't I'm only able here. to do that because that was commanded? I don't know what that means. I'm really sorry. If you want to try to explain to me one more time, you're welcome to try. I have a, a full you know, understanding by any stretch of the imagination, but I, I, I feel that the fact that it was necessary to command me implies that and seems to be what, very much on a basic level in line with the fact that I have a talent that I was created in the image of God and there is a godliness within me. So it's not necessarily an outside imposition.
I'm afraid of getting into semantics. Just what does the Magad Mishnah mean? What is the contrast? Should not do it because the Chayva Allah who Mukhrach of Anus Eliyasa Taiv Meshu Taiv Yivchar Beemis Epneshu Emis. How does he come to know that the mitzvahs are Taiv and Emis? Only way the Chayva person knows this about the mitzvahs is by knowing Hashem's purpose in the mitzvahs. Of course, there, 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 there are many mitzvahs that a human intellect could relate to. This is good, this is true. Honesty, integrity, kindness, compassion. You can, you can relate to it naturally that these are good, these are true. Then there are many mitzvahs that he doesn't understand of his own natural human intellect. So, what does it mean? Do emes because it's emes. Terence says, in Hashem's plan... These are all the ways of the aspects of Shlemus. These are all indispensable. These are all the, the system. These are all what contributes to forge the person into a state of being Daimil Hashem, as much as a human being can be, with, with every facet that contributes to it. So everything that he's doing is contributing directly to forge that goal. But you know, the truth of the matter is that I think it would still be somewhat difficult because self called self, it's still distant, you know. I'm trying to create a person who is a person of Shlemus, a person of Hashem, who will be fitting to be Davik Bashem, and then it'll happen. And if that's how it had to be, then. Of course, it definitely would be worthwhile. It would definitely would be, in and of itself, quite motivating. <laughs> but the Ramachal goes further. He goes further to a point that I can't say it over without reading it. I know we're doing a lot right now. I wonder whether it's maybe too much or maybe it's sort of like it's part of the picture. You have to put it out there. And then... We have to hazard it for, for many, many days and many weeks and many months and many years and many decades. It's all here. But look what he says in Os Gimel. Besides that this creation who acquired Shlemus is fitting to connect to its creator, because of his likeness to him. Besides that, that's all true. He's fitting, he's properly conditioned, he's now able to connect to Hashem. In the true, lasting, eternal, innate way, that's, like we say, beyond our understanding. But it gets, gets further, it goes further. Through his acquiring Shlemus, Nimtseis Mizdabekes Vahilechesbon. The person is found to be continuously connecting to Hashem. Achesoif Kenoisa Shlemus Vihimotse Mizdabekes Boy to the point that the end point of his acquiring Shlemus and being connected to Hashem. 
will all be one. It will not be, he will forge himself into a person of shleimus that is similar to Hashem, then he'll be granted the, the connection. Then he'll be fit to be embraced and brought in and given the connection. No, it's happening in real time. And this is because since Hashem's essence is the true completion, as we said, whatsoever is shleimus, whatever is in the category of completion, of good, of true good, true truth, it relates only to Hashem. Like a branch of the of the root. Even though it does not reach the root It is an outgrowth, it's an extension of it. Behold, you will see. The true Shleimus is Hashem's existence, like he just said. And all deficiency is only the hiding away of Hashem's goodness, the Hester Panov, and Hashem's presence being concealed from there. The Nimza, and it comes out. The shining countenance of Hashem, the favoring, the favorable, loving, glad, happy presence of Hashem. The Rashi in in in, in the Parsha Nosei says, "Panim seichakois, panim zehubois," shining, glad, the kervosai and his closeness, Hashem's closeness. Will be the root and the cause of all shleimus that they will be. All shleimus is only closest to Hashem. It's all of Hashem. The Hester Panov and Hashem's concealing His presence will be the cause and the and the root of all deficiency. Asher Kishira Hester to the degree of Hashem's concealment, Kachi Yeshira Chisara Nimshachimenu will be the degree of deficiency that comes from it. But Al Kain, therefore, Hanivra Azeha Oime Beshikol Ben Ashleimus Vachasreinus, this created being who's standing in the balance between completion and deficiency, Shem Toldois Ha'ora Vahester, which are the results of Hashem's. Shining presence or his concealment. When he strengthens himself in the aspects of completion and acquires them to himself, he okay. I didn't fake this. This, this really says it. it says it there. He's holding on to Hashem. He's holding, he's hopping on. That he Hashem is the root and the source of them. 
to the degree that he increases in aspects of completion, is he increasing that holding on and that connection that is taking place in actuality at that time. Which Hillel defined as friendship, closeness. Like he says here, Vikribasan is becoming closer and closer, more connected, more shaykh, more knowing, more more one. Achibagiel Tahus Kniyas Ashlemus to the point that when he reaches the full degree of acquiring Shlemus, he neumagiel tahlus wahiza vasdabkus by his barak shamoy, he reaches that full degree, highest degree of the holding on and connection to Hashem. The Nimitzah is dabig by his Shemoy. He's connected to Hashem. The Nenimituvoy, enjoying his goodness. Mishtalim by completed in him. And he is himself the possessor of his good and his completion. And it's all happening innately. Not just he's making himself fit to be Mizdabek at a later time. It's happening right now. He's connecting to Hashem right now. The, the, the only like marshal that I have for it is um, the Nefesh Chaim says, the Gabi Lima Taira, that a person does not need any special kavanah for Dveikus because he is Dabek Bashem, because who would Diburechat? Hashem is Dibur the Taira, and Hashem is Kitshibirchu Araisa, that's Dveikus. He's Mamish Dabek Bashem. The Machal seems to be expanding it to all the Nyonesh Lemus is some level of Mamish Dveikus Bashem. Maybe we could use also to help us the concept of, you know, what the Nebuchadnezzar also brings, the Shekhanti Besaycham, where is the Ikra Shor Sashchina? It's in Klaustro. The Shekhanti Besaycham, it's in Klaustro. It's in the life of a Jew. Like Chavetz Chaim explains by Shmir Shabbos, he has a Muna, the Shekhinah is within him still. So the person has the, 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 the opportunity to be making the connection, to be engaging in that closeness, to be forging that closeness, to making it be happening. That that pasnati besimcha, after you I mean you're faint. <laughs> you can't be besimcha if you're unconscious. <laughs> after you wake him up, you know. To say gewalt, gewalt. This is what's going to be happening. I'm going now to connect with Hashem just by saying a bracha, just by saying one pasik in Pesukah and Zimra, just by, just by saying good morning to somebody, just by holding the door, just by any maisa, machshava, dibur taiv, I'm going to be innately connecting to Hashem because all shleim is from Hashem. I don't know how shy I could do something out of a chayva anymore. <laughs> so, of course, it goes without saying that uh, it takes a while so something like this gets settled in. And it's not even a nature to learn it over and over and over again because after a while, you know, <laughs> it starts uh, getting familiar. It doesn't have the same impact. I have to come back every so often, you know. I don't know. What the exact what the exact measure is, but I would think that um, this also is Nikhla on the Magen Mishnah, and he says he's doing MS. So then, 
That's mamish leikas b'shem. That's every mitzvah is innately shleimus and devekus in connection with Hashem's closeness to him. He's engaged in the closeness to Hashem right now. It's happening. He's creating it. And we're not margishit so much, but that can be because we never were aware of this, really. <laughs> so it's hard to know if we might be able to margish it at some point once we have this knowledge. But it takes a while to sort of reprogram. The old habits the, don't, don't go away so quickly. Okay, let me ask for some re- from, from reaction. Does anybody hear something here? How this could potentially help to enable to do a mitzvah as opposed to obligation. Is there something here that could inspire us to want to do it of its own good nature as opposed to just because I have to and I'm commanded or to have it or social acceptance or this takes a lot of learning, no, 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 no denial. A lot of thinking, a lot of his bigness, a lot of good mindfulness on this. Yeah. Okay. Um, anybody who, who would like to react, if you, could, if you want to tell me that no, we have no shaykhs to this, you're a dreaming rabbi, and you maybe you're like you're a philosopher, you like the Hashem, that's why you get a little carried away. But you know, to us, it's not really realistic. You can tell me that too. It's fine. But if you think that it has potential to be actually used, um, you could share that with me. It will definitely be encouraging. Or any other reaction is also welcome. Anything is better than absolute absolute stunned silence. Unless you just can't believe your ears. Which good I evening, understand good also. evening. Yeah, good evening. That's my Baruch. Baruch Abba. Baruch Abba. Thank you. Yes. So just to recap, you're saying that so, yes. The focus would be or could be on how beneficial it is for us because that's his intention to give good to us as opposed to that we're supposed to. Um, that's a very good point, and that needs to be focused upon. Um, you're, you're asking, does that mean it's the focus on how it's good for us? And people may start getting sort of like, you know, a little bit confused. They're wondering, does that mean it's going to be Shalom Shmolas for myself? But of course, the answer is that everything always works better when it's because of its own innate goodness. Like if I want to feel good about myself, I'm going to go around helping the poor people, delivering packages, doing my chesed. It'll help to a certain degree, but not as much as when I really care for people and I really want to help them, and I do it out of a sincere desire. So for the mitzvahs to really work, they have to be recognized of their true nature, and we need to want to understand them, of course. Can't be as a device that okay, this will be a good, a good technique. How to you know get myself to a good place? That's not that's not bad, but that's not going to carry with it the full koach it could have. The only way to have the full koach is if it's coming from the recognition of Hashem's midas achesed, Hashem's giving to us and loving us to give to us the maximum good, and our being inspired of that koach that's within us to bring about that good chesed. Rather, what's going to come to us <laughs> happens to be we're going to be the beneficiary, but that's already secondary. So, what's primary? What's the cause? What's the, what's the jump? What's the what's the big? What, uh, how good it is? Um, 
how right it is, let's, how just it is. What's the let's let's figure that out. Let's figure that out. In other words, I think I think Ikinikud is that since all in Yonish Lamus are relating to the root Lamus of Hashem. And Hashem Shlemus, if we can get some some understanding, is so great, so beautiful, so amazing, so it's undescribable. Hashem is infinite chesed, infinite MS, infinite anava, infinite love. Hashem's chesed is so so overpowering. That's not to me, not to me though. It's not to me that I'm caring about. It's just the fact that this act that he did is so chesed filled. Not to, I'm, just, I'm, I'm also, I'm also slow, slow. The fact that I know that any aspect of Shlemus is a means of connection to that, I'm going to naturally want that. I'm going to naturally want to be connecting to that, to make myself somewhat like that true, absolute Shlemus, which I could be, and which will bring about Hashem's desire to give that maximum good, which only I can help to bring about. Hashem does not do it just of himself. He does it through our undertaking it and through our I'm producing it. Lend Hashem a hand. I'm lending Hashem a hand. Then this, the system that Hashem made, which is the system that, that, that seemingly, as, as Ramchal explains, needs to be, it has to come through the person. So the, that, that chesed of Hashem that I can appreciate, only I can bring it about. And every aspect of it is an innate, in a sense, infinitely good aspect of it. Everything good, which I, which I should want to understand. It's not just like, do it because you know it's good. I should want to understand it, but I should at least start with the, with, with the recognition. This is something of innate, infinite goodness. This is so good. This is delicious. This is closest with Hashem. This is stepping into Ganeidin. This is Ganeidin here. I'm with Hashem. That closeness, that love, that friendship, that is not that is the content of, 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 of the mitzvah. That is the substance of the mitzvah. It's like saying, I'll be a good friend to somebody. I was once with Rav Geltzeler from Ari Yisrael Arachasana. This, this puts it all in one, one line. And I asked him, we, we, it, was a, it was out of town, it was a Zia Chasana, and he had a, a Mishpacha connection in Pennsylvania. And um, and I asked him the, the basic Hashem. So it's the Shorim. It says, you know, the Sanik Hashem. But the mission of it says, you shouldn't be on Masa Kabbal Pras. So he said to me, it's a very, it was a very appropriate setting. He said, when a father is dancing at his son's Hasana, is that Makabal Pras? That's not Makabal Pras. <laughs> He's getting his reward. <laughs> He's getting a reward of the Hanor that he has for his son's Atzlocha. He's enjoying his son's atzlacha because of his love for his son. Everything of Tyre Mitzvah is innately good. It cannot but be enjoyed. Personal be on the highest level, Avas Hashem, with no concern for himself. He just loves Hashem. How was that experienced? The maximum meaning is as Ram describes it. It's like fantastic. He cannot stop thinking. He's totally pulled. He's like overtaken by the love of Hashem. That's on the highest level. So. 
every level of real shreimus, a real connection to Hashem, can only be experienced of its true nature, which is which is good. And then, of course, it'll be forever. But the person himself is not doing it in the form of I want to get for myself a good a good chalik. <laughs> <laughs> he appreciates the goodness. He appreciates the toy. He knows these are anyanim of shleimus of toy of Hashem. These are truly connecting to Hashem. These are innate connectedness to Hashem. This is with Hashem. He's with Hashem. Hashem is here. He's with us. It's Chabura. How does that make you feel? <laughs> I was more just trying to give you a reaction because you asked for one. Well done, bro. Thank you. <laughs> How does that make me feel? It's, I mean, as you said before, one could not, there's no other way but to feel Gishmak about doing a mitzvah. That must be the case. <laughs> okay, so, you know, we have to be patient with ourselves because, you know, it's easy to get into it and feel it in a moment. But uh, it's not to be expected for this to suddenly become part of us. That's why I called it starting the transformation. But the start point has to be with a clear understanding of the of the system, of the nature of it. I think this parakendera Hashem is very kadai to go over to to absorb into the blood. Well, it's a pleasure to see everybody, even the names, especially the faces. <laughs> that means you, hello. Only appropriate way to. Oh, well, that's fair. I'm okay. driving. I'm driving. Albert Richmond, is that really you there? How do I know if, you, if I don't hear your voice? Wow. Hello. Amazing. Okay, no, Aram, did, did anything make sense here? Was this coherent or was this totally incoherent? Uh, yeah, it definitely uh, bears thinking out. Okay, that's encouraging. I would definitely advocate for that. And I hope you can give me some reaction. But I challenge you, I challenge you to come out with your Torah mitzvahs being the same afterwards. I dare you to do that. No, 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 but I would hope that that should, should not be able to be possible. <laughs> now, now, if you if, if you tell me, I cannot believe what it says here. I cannot believe that. I believe that I'm college. Really respect him. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, challenge him. But I can't, I can't, I can't believe what it says. I respect that. It may take a while for it to become, you know, familiar enough that you can start to believe it. Well, what part of, what part is such a radical thing? <laughs> Who's he talking? Talks about, he talks about being nended from the toy that is in Hashem's shoe. Mitzarat. Mitzarat moi. And what he says here, he's oichiz boiz boiz. All yonish lemus is just horus panivikivasai. All in Yonish Lamas is just closest to Hashem. That means I'm doing anything, any mitzvah, any bracha, any tefillah, any good, nice thing. Oh, I'm close to Hashem. Hashem's presence is shiny presence is there. Hashem's closest is there. Hashem's love is there. Which, which part of that is radical or a chiddush? 
Um, none of it should be. But if you take a little survey, I wonder if you ask people, how do you define Shlemus? What is Shlemus? Find somebody who will say, Shlemus is just Aras Pandavis Barach Vikirvasa. That's it. Of course. I know, but again, there's something different. We should be in a consciousness and a connection with faith. No, 100%, but there's something different here. When you use the Lushan, Ha'aras Pana Vikirvasai, that means closeness, that's intimacy, that's friendship, that's the light of his presence, his closeness. So we we, we go to as like some kind of, you know, like mystical thing. This is no, Hashem is here now. He's with me here. So I'm holding on. I can't, I can't repeat the word. I can't say holding on. Hold on, Tashem. Hold on, Tashem. I am innately forging connection. The Shechem is in me. In my brain, the Shechem is coming in. Try to try to absorb that. Hashem is so close to me as to being mamish integrated with me. Am I going to act the same? I hope not. I hope, from, I hope not for myself. <laughs> it's, you know, um, it's a lot to try to live up to. But the only way is to start. Now, it's good if we're familiar with these inyanim and we focus on simcha and simcha is familiar to us. That's fantastic. For many people, um, by definition, these inyanim are not familiar because simcha is not familiar. If we knew these inyanim, we're familiar with these inyanim, then simcha also would go hand in hand with it. How can you not be with simcha? You're doing a mitzvah. is here. Hashem is connecting with Hashem. Creating infinite, everlasting type that he wants to give to me through my effort that's happening right now in real time. Ah. I was thinking about this last night after, after eating Lav Malka. I had to sing a nigim before benching. I had to, I had to sing before benching. How do you, how do you say, how do you say it's feel, how do you, how do you, not, how do you not have a reekin before davening? How can that be a reekin before every davening? It's incomprehensible. Once a year, every day should be a record before every daven, for every seder. Maybe if your time is in the middle, I don't know. I mean, there are, there are breasts of the Bata Midrash and I do that. Like a vote. A tonsil mitvach. Maybe like after like an hour of seder, get up, a quick song, back to seder. Yeah. I think so. I think we tried it. We tried it in the yeshiva a few times. I think I think we did an hour of dancing and tried that crusader afterwards. Back in the day, in the lunchroom, you know, there were moments when it just broke out. You know, I with Dave, right? With Dave, with Dave, Okay. I just heard it on the Eitan Cat CD. <laughs> What's that? I just bought Eitan Cat's latest concert number two, and uh, it has that nigga on it, so he brought back good memories. That was uh, Dave Blumberg, David Levy. Yeah. Now you, I'm sure you helped out a little bit, Baruch. I'm sure you helped it out. I mean, someone need to pass out the talisman. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Okay. Just a kaya kaboy say. 
Thank you so much. It's a very special pleasure. Um, okay, Zach, it's very quick, but otherwise, I want, I want to try to catch Myra, but we can talk talk, talk more unless you're unless you're afraid you're going to forget or, you know. If you agree. Avram, yes, Shakraya. Yes, go ahead. The only way to, to connect with Hashem is through the the ugliness that you have, meaning that no breaking up. You shouldn't relate to Hashem other than through yourself. You should you should go um, not 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 have a concept of Hashem and then apply that to yourself, but rather you should you should that is within yourself. The, the actions of and all the we have, the, to, we have to start from the Torah. We know we know of Hashem from the Torah, not from ourselves, but. A person's own actualizing the concepts of the Torah help to strengthen that understanding. You can't really understand Chesed unless you actually do it. You can't understand Mishpat unless you do it. The Navi says, Dain Din, carry out justice for the Ani. That's Das Aisi. So, but it does not initially come from the person. It comes from what the Torah is Megala of the Midas of Hashem, of which there is abundance of information in the Torah, and then we try to emulate I mean, I mean it, and then we understand it fully. When Hashem, when Hashem has a commandment, right? I, that a, a, a therefore of this would be that I, I don't view it as a commandment of Hashem. I view it as the, the, the Hashem that is within me commands everyone. This, we're going to have to continue this discussion some other time. Sorry about that. You lost me. Okay, sorry. I pressed the wrong button. Oh, okay, Zach. We're gonna have to do this. Uh, we're gonna have to continue this one at a time because I'm not on your wavelength, but I gotta go. Yeah, it's okay. It happens, you know. Mr. Shell, pick it up. But just try, try to stay like you know within the.